This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join Patrick, myself and Drackers as we talk about last night's victory over Doncaster Rovers and we have a little look ahead to Colchester away. Welcome to Barapod. Morning, boys. How are we? I said it to Jay before, I'm nearly awake. Perfect time to be recording a podcast then. Jay, <laughs> how, are you? how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, another win, another three points. Can't go wrong, really, can you? You cannot. <laughs> you cannot. Right, well, we're here to talk about the Doncaster game. Let's talk about Doncaster game. Uh, Jay and I, we both watched it, and uh, Pat did did his old wireless. Um, how did it sound? It went from there. Well, let's 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 go for the first half first because it was very much a game of two halves, wasn't it? Um, how did it sound? It went, uh, Jay, uh, Jay, not Jay, <laughs> Pat, on the wireless. It sounded like. A pretty typical away performance. I think they started off on the back foot a little bit, but defending stoutly and not really conceding clear-cut chances. Not difficult saves weren't forced for the most part. They grew into the game and um, started pressing a bit higher up the pitch, and that resulted in um, more dangerous possession from our part. And we um, scored that nice goal from Arthur Reed crossing in to. Uh, Roberts, who we were delighted to have back involved. Yeah, he did seem to be um, a significant, have a significant impact being back in the squad, didn't he? Yeah, and it was nice to see the concerns against Northampton about midfield not really being involved as much as we'd like being addressed. And they changed the structure slightly, uh, lost the centre back, and Having Reeves and Reed in the starting lineup just um, gave us that bit more connectivity through the phases, I think. So we weren't seeing so many big long diagonals. Well, hearing in my case, um, yeah. which it it helped us have a bit more control, um, and that's important away from home against a decent side. It is, yeah. I think I think it's just the way he. The way he, uh, I think the way Jordan Roberts engages the back line, um, the opposition back line, 
and the way he just he will attempt to uh, he'll always attempt to um, sort of put it about and be a pain in the ass is a is a is a real real good um, real positive in his game, isn't it? And it so it really helps us play the way we want. I think doesn't it? Yeah, and it leads the rest of them on. You know, you press as a concerned group, and there was a an incident just after the goal. Rose pressed on a guy. Roberts pressed on a guy. That led to Arthur Reed picking up a loose pass because the first two guys were under pressure. And it's just it's that sort of making it difficult for them all over the pitch. If you sit yeah. off and be passive, teams will pick you apart. If you can make them have to work hard with not a lot of space, mm-hmm. then. Uh, Mistakes happen, and you can pick up the ball in dangerous areas. Yeah, I mean, as well, you got to think. There's so there, were, there were five changes from Saturday. I think there were a lot of points to be proved last night as well. The, the likes of uh, Arthur Reed, I, I, I enjoy watching uh, play football. Uh, there was quite a few negative uh, bits floating around about him last night, but you know, he, he's been sat on the bench. He's been fully fit and hasn't had that that chance or opportunity. I think the last one was against Spurs, so. Seeing him come in, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's definitely got, got a stake of place. But, you know, it's a long, long old season. And, um, you know, we've got to use that squad to, to the point where uh, even, even the gaffer said after the game in his interview that um, uh, Pidge was looking leggy in training on Monday. So we've, we've switched systems and gone, gone four at the back, which is it's, it's good to see that we can still, all right, it wasn't the most convincing of wins, but um, we can still pull a win away from home against... against a, a, a good side, and what I mean by a good side is is a, is a team that's been up there before, and uh, you know they have everything, don't they? They have the, the training facility, they have the the ladies' team, they have the, the the big academy. So for us to go away from home with what you could conceive as not our strongest eleven, and still graft three points is is such a big positive for such a small squad, and those players like Arthur Reed and. And and maybe Reevesy to to a point are going to get their time this season, which which is which is great, I think. And uh, you know, getting them back out there is is only a plus for us. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I I, I couldn't agree agree more. We start we started with uh, uh, the four at back, didn't we? Which was which is weird with having having a pitch on the uh, having pitch on the bench. Um, we really. <laughs> I think we we scored the goal during like a good a good a good period of uh, not necessarily dominating possession, but uh, being feeling like we were on the front foot a little bit more. Um, but it, I thought we looked good in the first. I think we looked, we looked good in the first half. I think we looked like we come here to do a job, and the job, and that's the exact job that we came here to do. Um, get a goal. Not necessarily shut up shop, but get a goal and then almost let the game run its course, um, which is, I think, exactly what we did. Um, just gonna go, gonna have a quick look at the, the stats for the first half. Um, possession was 58% in their favour, pass success rate 74% to our 68%. I don't mind 68% so much, it's not. It's almost three and four, isn't it? Which are accurate passes, which is, which is, not horrible. Um, aerials won. We won thirteen. 
to their 16, but Danny Rose was nine of those. He's just <laughs> unbelievable, isn't he? He's class. Um, we uh, we made more tackles, won the ball more. So, but, uh, I thought it was a good first good first half performance. Uh, then what can we say about the second half? Uh, Backs to the wall by the sounds of it. I mean, full disclosure, I was recording a different podcast, so I didn't listen to the second half. But having read what people have, ta- have said afterwards, it sounded like, you know, they survived. But um, it yeah. was a case of trying to keep them at arm's length and not allow easy chances. It wasn't as so much, you know, uh, a, an even contest. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair fair description. The um, the they were by far and away the better side. Um, which didn't have any which didn't have any answer uh, for for their pressure really. Like not certainly not in a respect of trying to get ourselves off of that back foot and get ourselves moving forwards. Um, we just had nothing, um, which is fine. It happens, right? Like you you can't. You can't win every single every single game convincingly. You can't win every single game. So to win win the game in the manner that we did, it's a real professional. I think it's a real professional uh, difficult win. Um, it's a sort of a dirty, ugly win that you need to make. You need to get as a uh, as a, a team with at this point. I, and I know I don't like to say it too often, so. Uh, Bear with me, but um, with with title aspirations, and I think we probably now have to take a take a step back and go. I think we want to win the league, boys. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you if you look at the league, there are there are gaps forming, aren't there? I mean, we're we're now in a really really good place, and um, you know, after that sucker punch on Saturday. Another loss last night could have really been a real issue for us. So, realistically, a win, three points on the road after Saturday's game, is is nothing but but an absolute bonus because um you know puts us in a great place. The squad are feeling good. I'm sure they're off today, and uh, you know we we get back on that training pitch and get ready for Colchester at the weekend. So you you know three points, scrappy win, job done, smash and grab, smash and grab. So done the job, and they. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the buzz after a narrow win isn't any less than the buzz after a big four 0 demolition. Like, if you come away thinking that was a really hard earned three points and we've done it against a good side, it actually almost feels a little bit more so than rolling someone over four 0 It was easy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you look on paper, the game on Saturday uh, coming up should be easier. Uh, Colchester seem to be in a bit of a bit of a spin. Their form guide poor. They're twenty third out of twenty four in in the last. Five games. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a gap forming there, isn't there, between the bottom couple and, and it, they've been in free fall for a, for a past couple of seasons. I'm not too sure where they're at financially. I know that they had a lot of problems last year, so you know it, it's a, it's a good good couple of away games for us to go and pick up more points on the road and and then get get back to home. So no, I think it's a it's put us in a fantastic position. Um, so yeah, I think Saturdays massive for us if we get another three points there we're really like you said Nate 
uh, a second ago. We're we're in we're in a really good position coming into December. Um, the the Steve Evans interview was was an interesting one for me. Basically saying that Jordan Roberts should not be playing in League Two. That worries me. Uh, with January looming, um, you're looking yeah. for a good player that wants to move on. I don't know what his personal circumstances are, but Steve again alluded to that that he's he's made choices in his football career where you know he's he's moved for his family, which is completely understandable. And that at times, whereas players aren't yeah. at home, let's just hope that whatever magic he does in the January transfer window, if he does do anything, and I presume they're loan players only. Are as good, and if if Robbo does go, that would be that would be a huge loss for us. It'd be tough to replace, wouldn't it? That'd be a really really problematic player to try to replace that, especially with Listy out for the significant. Not that they do the same job at all, but uh, yeah, that's uh, a yeah. I do I do worry about January. We can't lose players. We really can't lose players. Um, and while we're in a position where I think that we can afford to say no, can you say no to the opportunity for some of these to go and play at a high level? On on the flip side of that, it's it's a nice ego stroke, isn't it, for a player that uh, your manager's coming out and saying how amazing he is and he shouldn't be playing at this level, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I do think it, it seems like the squad yeah. as a whole has really bought into the project. So, you know, is it worth taking the risk moving on in January? You look at someone like. Oh, Hate to bring him up after talking about him so much in Saturday's game. Danny Hilton moved to Huddersfield. What did he play? Six or seven games there. Took a massive risk and yeah. uh, it didn't work for him, did it? So you, you'd presume a player would much prefer to have a, a promotion on his CV than a, uh, you know, a, and leaving halfway through and taking that risk. So you never know. It might just be an ego stroke for him. You know, his uh, uh, Steve Evans' interview after the game said that we were dominant. Um, I'm not too sure from everything that I saw and read last night says that, but you know you've got to back your players. You know after Saturday's game, you know let's get behind them. Especially, especially hearing the way you were screaming at Revs in the second half <laughs> from 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 behind um, from behind Jay and uh, sorry not Jay uh, Dean and uh, Dean and Steve. Mm. Dean was having a whale of a time, whale of a time listening to him screaming at Revs every five minutes. You just hear him yelp him. Down to revs, it was it was hilarious. Um, let's have a look at the. Let's have a look. You mentioned the league table when the fact that um, things are sort of changing. Let's have a look at the league table. Got Hartlepool who are bottom. Um, they, I I hadn't even noticed. Um, and what's worse is teams above them all have got a game in hand. Um, so they're they're bottom of the pile. Sixteen played, nine points. And you got Colchester twenty third. 15 plays, 10 points. You got 22 Rochdale pulling themselves very slowly out of trouble, sort of in 12th. Um, so it's still a long way back for them, isn't it? Um, they really were in a, in 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 a, a dire, they are dire straits really. That in their last six games, nine of those points uh, have come. So. So they are. They do look like they're a team on the up. It's going to be a long way back, but it looks like Rochdale might be uh, on the on the road to, to safety here. Um, you've got twenty first. You've got Harrogate on twelve points. Um, you've got in twentieth. Uh, you've got Gillingham thirteen points. Nineteenth, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we've got Crawley, who again seem to be seem to have steadied the ship slightly. They've got thirteen points. 18th, Newport, 15 points. 17th, AFC Wimbledon, 16. 
points. Uh, 16th, you've got Stockport County, 18 points. Glad, glad to see their uh, HMS Pizza League sunk, um, <laughs> which I just never saw happening. Their fans are delusional. Fifteenth, uh, you've got well, no. United on nineteen points. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah. Fourteenth, um, Crew, nineteen points. Thirteen points. Uh, sorry, thirteenth, you've got Walsall, twenty points. Twelfth, last night's payments, Doncaster with twenty-two points. Um, I said several times last night after the game that uh, they looked a really good side, but unless they can sort the finishing out, that's exactly where they're going to sit. It's exactly where they're going to they're going they're going to play. They're going to end up. They're a good side, uh, and if they can get someone scoring goals, they will skyrocket up that league. They will send send it, and they will charge right up towards the top end of that league. Um, if you can't score goals, you're going nowhere. So that's a big problem for them. Eleventh, uh, Grimsby, twenty-three points. Tenth, Carlisle, twenty-four points. Ninth, Tramir, twenty-four points. Eighth, Barrow, twenty-five points. They've re- they had a really horrible run, didn't they? The last six, they've f- in the last six games, the first four games were all losses. Just goes to show how difficult it is to keep up the pace up the top end, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Playoff positions: we've got Bradford in seventh, twenty-six points. Swindon in sixth with 27th, Salford 5th with 27, um, Mansfield in 4th with 27. It's really tight, really, really tight in the playoff position there. Uh, then the automatic promotions, you've got Northampton, who drew 2 last night after surrendering a 2-0 half-time lead at home against Sutton. They're in 3rd with 31 points. You've got Stevenage in 2nd uh, with 35 points, and Orient, who are back on top, I think the biggest eight. with thirty sorry with thirty six points, and they do have a game in hand. Yeah, yeah, I mean the biggest take from that literally is the fact that there's nine points between us and seventh position, which is just phenomenal, really, for us at this time of the season, isn't it? That that yeah. it, it gives you the luxury to have an off day against Gillingham and drop a couple of points, and you're still all right as so long as you can pick yourself up pretty quickly. It is interesting yeah. that Northampton. Conceded twice against us to lose a lead, albeit winning it at the end. They conceded twice again last night to lose a lead. They've won one in five, and they have conceded the most goals of the top ten. So, yes, they're third, but they're third on a shoestring. Uh, well, I mean, there's a four point. That you, you're right, and certainly in their in their current form, right? Last five, they've lost two, drawn two, uh, one one. Um, they're um they do have a they do have a four point four point cushion back to Mansfield. Uh they've also scored more goals than anybody else in the entire league. Um so they're They're doing it the hard and exciting way then. They're doing it the hard they're doing it the hard and exciting way. Uh yeah. Um I think but yeah they the way the, the feeling I got on Saturday watching them when they were in front for that for that long period um, at the beginning when they were they were really pressing and then just towards the end of it they just sort of took their foot off the gas a little bit which which really gave us the impetus to get get ourselves back into the game and then it was said several times by their own fans um, after last night is that they just they just keep taking their foot off the gas and 
feeling like they've already won a game and it's catching them out. That's certainly the case yesterday, isn't it? Mm. Well, good. Um, gives us a nice little cushion. Yeah, gives us gives us a tiny little cushion just to feel a little bit more comfortable in our in 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 that spot. I think it. Um, It's always nice having a little bit of a gap to the team below you, isn't it? Yeah, it just makes you bite your nails a little bit less and uh, look over your shoulder a little bit less. Concentrate on the game in hand, the, yeah. the game happening right now. Yeah, so uh, let's have a look at let's have a look at Colchester on Saturday. <clears throat> so uh, their run of form ain't be best. It, uh, it ain't been the best. Uh, in the last, in the last five, they've got one win coming at home against uh, Harrogate Town. They lost, uh, admittedly, on pizza cut penalties to Gillingham. So that was a, we'll call that a draw. That's why that was one all. Um, and then they lost one uh, nil to Swindon. One uh, nil against uh, Newport, and then two. They drew last night two all with Colchester uh, with Crawley. Um, so that's not actually a bad result with the way Crawley sort of picked themselves up since they sacked the manager, is it? That's not that's not that's not an awful result for them. It's a bad result if you're in the relegation zone and fighting to get out of it. That's the problem when you start well, being happy with points against sides that are also in the bottom quarter of the league. That's the time you start really feeling like you're in quicksand. We've been there pretty recently ourselves, so uh, we know the dangers. Yeah. You always used to look at Colchester when they used to come to the Lennox or, or, we, or we went down there and look at their team and always pick about four or five of their players. You think, oh no, they're starting today. Um, looking at their starting lineup, I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of um, of um, studying other teams really, but their lineup last night, I really really don't recognise any big players there. If that makes sense, so that that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot. Uh, let's have a look at that. Oh, Frank Noble came off the bench and didn't score. <laughs> yeah, oh god, they are in dire straits, and they? they've got they've got big John Akinde up front. <laughs> who they take off? Who they take off for big Frank Noble? <laughs> so they got their they're leading their leading leading men, if you like, are thirty three and thirty one. Um. We've got Adam Judge. He's there. He's supposed to be their uh, big man in the middle. He's thirty-three. There's a female. That's an old team. Yeah, I looked at three of their players. To be fair, like they they might not be that all that old. Um, oh yeah, no, but you are right. Excuse, he's thirty-six. Their centre backs thirty-seven and twenty-six. Yeah, it looks. It, it's a bit of a. It's a bit of a. Their main players, by the looks of things, are all all a bit leggy. Let's hope so, eh? No away trips easy, but um... they also have Freddie Sears who didn't come off the bench. He's been there for ages. I might, I might uh, put ourselves, might put myself into. A... Bit of water, hot water here. 
this is this is this is three points if I've ever seen three points. <laughs> completely, completely honest. This I looked shit. at it and I looked at it and confidently thought, yeah, we're going to win that two 0 We'll be all right. Which is, yeah, as you say, you're setting yourself up for pain when you start yeah, doing that. Very true. But it, it absolutely should be though. There's not a like, there's not a doubt in my mind that we should not win this yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. And how long is it? How long is it since I've said that? I'm trying to think. When have I last said we should win this game? Crawley, actually, not that long ago. But, <laughs> but aside from Crawley, it's a long old time since uh, since I felt like comfortable saying we should win this game. Well, and that's nice let, let's him. hope that uh, Frank Frank Newblay doesn't remember your uh, tweet to him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's hope he does, and he still does fuck all about it. Uh... <laughs> He's a dinosaur, Frank. You're a dinosaur. You're past it. Brilliant. Classic Nate doubling down. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's me. So let's let's go with the, let's go with the predictions then. Um, last night, me and Jay both said that uh, the Borough would win. Um, Patrick, you didn't, um, and you had a and you had a right old moan moan about it on our group chat. Uh, despite the fact that it only brought me one point closer, well, me and Jay, let's be fair, brought, brought us both one point closer to you. So your lead is still nine points. Um, so you know, wind it in, mate. Calm down. Can't afford to get complacent. No, but you can afford to take your feet foot off the gas just a little bit when you're nine points clear. I've, we've just, I, we've just discussed I, that with Northampton. You absolutely can't. But they are not nine points clear. They were two goals. It's a, it's different. It's different <laughs> we, I, I would need to get three perfect predictions without you scoring a single point to catch, right? So let's just chill. JD, bottom of the pile, 12 points. He don't like doing this. Um, I've got 18 points. Pat's got 27. We're away at Colchester this week. I'll start with Jay. Get out. Get a painful thing out of the way. From two nil, Stevenage win. Two nil, yep. Stevenage win. Nice, Patrick. I already said it. I'm going to stick with it. Two nil, Stevenage win. I mean, I'm not closing the gap on it. Oh, uh, that's annoying. Do I go ballsy? Oh, I hope so. 3 0. Stevenage win. 3 0. Let's let's say 3 0. I think I think they're rubbish and I can't wait to rub it in Nublay's face. That's it. Suck it, Nublay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! There we, there this has go. got bite That's... you on the ass written all over it, mate. It does not. Do not give a flying. <laughs> right. Uh, let's 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 just wrap it up there. No, As a... short and sweet. This is a short and sweet episode. Or you got anything else? Well, um, surely you know. Um, Pat promised us something for the end end of the show. He did. I keep you do, forgetting. You do. We've got. <laughs> We've we've got extra yeah. time. 
We need, I, I need to get a little jingle for extra time. I mean, let me let me have a think. Go on, go on, Patrick. What is your extra time thing today? So my extra time thing is kind of a plug and a plea. Wow. Um, I went to see Mark Hollis's Zero's band. They're really good fun. They do nice. covers of good quality songs in a very good quality fashion. Um, so they're worth checking out when they're round and about. And as a wider point in a general theme, support your local live music stuff because there's a lot of people out there working hard to pull songs together and get them out on stage. And we've all done it in bands. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of us still are. The hardest part of it isn't learning the songs. The hardest part of it is finding people to let you put gigs on. So yes. the more people show up and support them, the more that will happen and it will all snowball and everyone will have a good time. So, uh, yeah, get involved. And what, what, whilst, yeah. whilst we're playing, oh. if there's any band out there that needs a singer, I've been looking for a while and I can't find anyone, Pat. Oh, you couldn't get much better than Jay. Well, definitely could, <laughs> but uh, thanks. Thanks for the, uh, the pat on the back. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Don't support your, your, your live music scenes uh, because if you don't, you'll lose it. Um, yeah. That's all I <laughs> say about that. Wonderful. Cool. Nice one, Pat. Um, all right. that's That was extra time. Short and sweet. Like this episode, just under half an hour. Beautiful. Nice, easy Wednesday morning listen for everyone. Uh and uh, well, let's sign. Let's let's do a proper sign off. Jay, Pat, thank you very much for enjoying me. Just to just to quickly throw stones at Doncaster and Northampton and Frank Frank Nebel. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking hell! Like, come on, man. Put a bit. Of, <laughs> like, make us believe that you're happy to fuck with you. <laughs> Nothing. Just just a giggle. All right. Uh, find us on Twitter, although that's probably how you found us in the first place. But we're at Barrowpod. Uh, uh, copy us later. <laughs> I'm the Barrow. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.